Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. A cloud of dust and a hearty Hyo Silver, the Lone Ranger. Indian companion Tonto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come Silver! Let's go, big fellow! I'm Silver! Ten-year-old Gloria Parkins was an unhappy child. Her father, Jake Parkins, was kind to her in his gruff way, and Granny Parkins gave her every care. Gloria was a sensitive little girl. On many occasions, she had listened in rapt attention as Granny told her stories of beautiful princesses who were sought after by handsome princes. And gradually, she had become conscious of her own plainness, and especially of her glaringly bright red hair and the many freckles that covered her small, piquant face. Now as Gloria sat on the steps of the ranch house porch, she fingered one of her tight braids with distaste. Then seeing her father and some of the ranch hands riding toward her, she stood up ready to leave. Well, what's my little carrot top looking so glum about, eh? I'm... I'm all right, Daddy. Hi, Red. And sure are some pigtails. <laughs> we ought to call a freckle. <laughs> my name is Gloria, and... And I won't listen to you. I won't. 
as much as I do. But, but, oh, Granny, I, I want to be different. I want to be pretty, like other girls. But with this, this red hair and all these freckles, oh, I'll never be pretty. I just know I won't. Oh, now, honey, there's lots of time to think about that. But I'm thinking about it now. I think about it all the time. Oh, just don't bother your little head about such things, darling. Uh, you sit down here and I'll go bring you a glass of milk and some gingerbread. Won't that be nice? Hmm? Yes, Granny. But but it won't make me stop wanting to be pretty. Nothing will ever. Later that same afternoon in the nearby town of Pecos, Two men sat at a table in the corner of the cafe talking in low tones. I got everything arranged with that half-breed medicine man, Black Feather. We'll get a lot of loot out of this town, Jed. What's the plan, Buck? You and me are to ride out the trail that skirts the hills to the south, and we'll leave shortly. Black Feather be coming back along that trail from the cave of spirits in the valley with the chief's daughter, Hummingbird, and her brother. Yeah? Then what? And we'll fake an ambush. Then with bandanas over our faces, we'll grab the Indian girl and take her to the cabin where we usually meet Black Feather. And we'll leave her tied up there. But, but the Indians... Wait, let me finish. We'll plug Hummingbird's brother. Then Black Feather will ride back to the Indian village with the news. Well, that's what I mean. That Indian chief, White Cloud... Little Feather will have a ceremony at the Cave of Spirits. He'll make them think the great fire spirit wants the Indians to burn this town before they'll get the girl back. The Indians will go on the warpath, burn Pecos, and then we'll make off with anything we find left. I don't like it, Buck. Dangerous. Nobody will know we had anything to do with it. Blackfeather will return the chief's daughter. Then we'll meet him and give him his share of the loot. Blackfeather knows how to handle those superstitious Indians. That's his business. Well, come on. We better be on our way. The sun was still high as two horsemen rode slowly along a trail through the hills. They were the Lone Ranger and his Indian companion, Tonto. Suddenly, they reined to a stop as they heard the sound of distant shots. That shooting seems to be south of here, Tonto. Ah, that's right. We'd better investigate. Come on, Silver. Come on, Scout. Heading southward, the Lone Ranger and Tonto raced along at breakneck speed. A short time later, they rounded a bend in the trail. Look ahead, Tonto. Someone lying alongside the trail. Ah, it looked like Indian. There him, horse, Kimasabi. Yes. Seems to be quite young. I look, Toto. He's Chief White Cloud's young son, laughing boy. Oh. Him dead, maybe. 
No, but he has a bad shoulder wound. We'll do what we can for him. Ah. Pine show three horses go that way. Other horse go to Indian village. Whoever was with Laughing Boy must have thought he was dead. Let's give him aid, Toto, and we'll take him to his father's village. And this not good, Kimasabi. Chief White Cloud be plenty angry. Yes, I know. We'll do what we can to find the ones who did this. It will be the only way to prevent an Indian uprising. Meantime, Dan Reed, the 14-year-old nephew of the Lone Ranger, had left Pecos with supplies and rode along the trail toward the Lone Ranger's camp. Suddenly, he noticed someone on the trail ahead, a small figure on a pony heading for the hills. Rapidly overtaking the slow-moving pony, Dan reined up. Oh, hold, Victor, hold on, hold. Why, you're a little girl. Of course I am. I'm Gloria Parkin. But it'll soon be dark. Where are you going? You'll get lost in those hills. I'm running away. That's what. Who are you? Well, my name's Dan Reed. Did you say you were running away from home? Yes. Why do you want to run away, Gloria? Just because. Won't you tell me why you want to leave home? Because Daddy calls me Carrot Top. And all the hens laugh at my ugly red hair and freckles. You know, I like red hair. I bet your hair would be pretty if it hung loose. You, you do? I'll unbraid it and let you see. And freckles are kind of cute. And lots of times they go away as you get older. Oh, do they? I'm sure your father doesn't mean to call you anything that would hurt you. I bet he really likes your hair. Daddy thinks I'm ugly. I know he does. There. Now my hair's loose. Golly. I never saw such hair as that. I knew you'd make fun no, of me. No, no. I mean, with the sunlight on it, it looks beautiful. Honest, it does. Oh, you really think so? You're not just saying that. Honest, cross your heart. Honest, cross my heart. Gloria, I think you'll be awfully pretty when you grow up. Nobody ever said such nice things to me before. Well, I mean it. Now, suppose you let me take you home before your folks get worried, will you? Well, all right. Good. Come on. We'll turn around and head back toward town. You can show me where you live, and nobody will ever have to know you tried to run away. Come on, Victor. See ya, boy. Darkness had fallen when, after a slow journey, the Lone Ranger and Tonto arrived at Chief White Cloud's village with the chief's wounded son. Though the Indian chief was relieved to find his son was alive instead of dead, as Blackfeather had reported, he was still in a fury over the abduction of his grown daughter, Hummingbird. The Lone Ranger realized the situation was a dangerous one as he talked to his friend, Chief White Cloud. Our great friend, Chief White Cloud, must not let anger dim his great wisdom. We are your friends. We will find Hummingbird and bring back those who have done this. I promise Chief White Cloud they will receive punishment according to the laws of the white man. Mm, white men have wounded son, Chief White Cloud. They have taken daughter of Chief White Cloud. Chief White Cloud and Braves will have revenge, according to words of great spirits of the cave. Mm, that's not good, Kimasabi. Yes, I know, Toto. But the voice in the spirit of the cave may not speak, Chief White Cloud. Black Feather has promised spirit of cave shall speak. And according to those words, so shall Chief White Cloud and his brave act. Come. Come. <laughs> 
distance up the valley, the Indians formed a large circle facing the entrance to a large cave in the side of the hill. The Lone Ranger and Tonto sat on their horses beside the stalwart form of the old chief. Weird shadows played over the group as the flames of the great fire at the cave entrance leaped upward. Black Feather calls forth voice of one of great spirits. Soon he will speak. Now, now you will hear message of spirit. Him say, him voice of fire gods. What was the message, Toto? Voice say, him fire god. Him say, burn white man's town. Them go burn Pecos. We'll have to prevent it. Chief White Cloud, it is not good to burn the white man's town. Fire God has spoken. Now we go. Hold powwow. At dawn, Pecos will burn. It is will of great fire god. Chief White Cloud has spoken. I... Ranger and Tonto left the Indian village hurriedly and stopped for a few moments at their camp. As they reined up, Dan rode in from his trip back to town. Dan, I expected you to be here long ago. What kept you so long? Oh, I started home early, but I met a little girl who was running away. I took her back to her home. Oh, Tonto, you'll have to move fast. The first thing to do is to warn the townspeople. Ah. The little girl was leaving home because her father called her Carrot Top, and the ranch hands laughed at her. But I thought her hair was beautiful when she undid the braids. It looked just like flaming fire in the sunlight. I see. Dan, there's something much more important right now. Tonto and I have to go... Uh... Wait a minute. What did you say about the little girl's hair? It looked just like flaming fire. She has bright red hair. How old is she, Dan? Well, she's ten years old, and quite smart, too. Good. I want you to take me to her home. Mount up, Toto. Steady, big fellow. Kimasabi, what we do? Toto, I thought of a plan that may prevent a calamity and save Pecos. I'll tell you both as we ride. Let's go. Get him up. Come on, Victor. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
continue our story. Within a short time, the Lone Ranger with Dan and Tonto pulled up in front of the Parkins Ranch House. Oh, sir. Come on. Did you meet Mr. Parkins, Dan? Yes, sir. Well, what can I... Well, just a 20. minute, Mr. Parkins. These are friends of mine. I'm the boy who was here a while ago. But I... Be... Yes, yes, it's him, honey, but the other two... Uh... Oh, they're, if they're with Dan, they're all right, Daddy. He brought me home when I, uh, when I was lost today. I have to talk to you, Mr. Parkins. It's very urgent. Aren't you going to let Dan and his friends come in, Daddy? Well, I... Yes, yes, of course. Come in. Oh, thank you. Nancy, why, that man's wearing a mask just like an outlaw. Jake, I have my reasons for wearing a mask, ma'am. I'm not an outlaw. Him, Annie, and her friends are Dan, Granny. You remember Dan Reed? Oh, oh, yes, that is Dan, isn't it? Dan found Gloria this afternoon and brought her home. Oh, yes, I know. <sighs> Mr. Parkins, there isn't any time to lose. Chief White Cloud and his braves are going to burn Pecos at dawn. Unless something is done to prevent it. What's that? What do you mean? The chief's 19-year-old daughter, Hummingbird, was taken by two white men, and his son was wounded. Blackfeather, the medicine man who was with them, escaped. Tonight, Blackfeather has aroused the Indians to fury by letting them think they've heard the voice of the fire god telling them to burn Pecos. He tricked them. Perhaps we can. But what can we do? These superstitious Indians can't be... I thought of a plan. We need your help and little Gloria's. You mean... I can help? Yes. If you do just what we tell you to do, I think we can save Pecos. In fact, you're the only one who can make our plan work. Uh, wait a minute, stranger. I'm not letting my little girl ride off on some wild scheme of an hombre I don't know. And one wearing a mask at that. No, sir. You better think up some other plan, mister. It's natural for you to feel like that, Mr. Parkins. We'd not only make sure she's not harmed, but also you and a couple of your ranch hands can come along with us as an added protection for Gloria. But suppose your plan, whatever it is, don't work. I don't want anything to happen to my daughter. Gloria's safety will be our first consideration, one way or the other. How about it, Mr. Parkins? Well, all right. Oh, golly. Now, Mr. Parkins, you'd better send someone to town to warn the people... In case our plan doesn't work. All right, I will. As soon as you can get ready, we'll leave and take Gloria along with us. We'll have a lot of coaching to do before she'll be ready to play her part. But I think she's smart enough to put it over. Oh, I'll do anything you tell me to, mister. I know you would, Gloria. Bring a long white nightgown with you to wear over your clothes and undo your braids. That beautiful red hair of yours may save the town of Pecos from destruction. Now let's hurry. Taking a roundabout trail, the Lone Ranger and the others, including Little Gloria, reached a point near the Cave of the Spirits. After repeating certain instructions, the Lone Ranger rode on alone toward the Indian village. Soon he once again stood before Chief White Cloud. I've returned, O oh Great Chief. Uh, our friend who carry silver bullet, always welcome in village of Chief White Cloud. It would be wise, Chief White Cloud, once again to consult the spirit of the fire god at the cave. Already fire god has spoken. Why then does the great fire burn before the cave? With my own eyes have I seen it as I came along the trail. Uh, Bravo! 
Bota Milu The fire god must have more words to speak. Who may say later? Mask friend, him say great fire burn once more before cave of spirits. May true. Tell Uruda. What's he say? Black Feather say mask man lie. Black Feather perhaps fears the truth. Black Feather fears having the true voice of the fire god speak to his own people. Mask friend of Chief White Cloud, him fool. Fire god not speak without Black Feather near. Come then, you Black Feather and Chief White Cloud. Bring your braves. Let us see if I speak with a split tongue. Let us gather before the cave once more. Omi Tila! Owa me Tulo! Tina! You come, my friend. We go before Cave of Spirits once more. time later, the Indians gathered once more before the cave entrance, and they stood in an awed group watching the great fire burning just outside the cave. They knew Blackfeather was standing with their chief. They knew that the fire never burned unless Blackfeather went to the cave and willed it to burn. The superstitious red men waited in tense silence. Great fire burns... Mask friends speak truth, Blackfeather. But spirit not speak, I promise. Look, coming from the cave, a white figure. Blackfeather, look. That not be. Now the figure has moved before the great fire. Look, Chief White Cloud. It is a child, a child with hair of fire. Daughter of fire god. But fire god not speak. A trick. Wait. Him say, him come back, him voice fire god. You understand? Him say, him send daughter fire god. She bring message. She find evil ones who take chief's daughter. It trick. Child. Tell her speak our language. She say we must not burn white man's town. This trick of white man, oh chief. Wait. She say, ask Black Feather about Hummingbird. Voice of Fire God not speak. Cave of Fire God now without honor. I take revenge. Black Feather kill. Look out, Black Feather not use bow and arrow. Chief White Cloud has struck Black Feather with tomahawk. Him about to send arrow into heart of daughter of Fire God. Me, Chief White Cloud, send evil heart of Black Feather to happy hunting ground. Chief White Cloud, Black Feather was a traitor to you and the tribe. Uh, Me not savvy. He rode with your daughter and son. He was a medicine man of your tribe. 
Yet he rode away from the ambush unharmed, leaving your son for dead. Blackfeather was unharmed. But he didn't try to trail those who took your daughter. Look! Now I return to my father. Ume! Ume! Daughter, Fire God knew truth. But now, Fire God speak no more. Daughter with hair of fire, gone. Tongue of black feather is stilled. Him not tell where hummingbird. We shall find hummingbird. With many braves, we shall trail those who have taken her. Uh, that good. We shall find where hummingbird is hidden. And the evil white men shall be taken to Pecos for white man's punishment. Ah, uh, you take braves. You go now. The Lone Ranger led the party of Indian braves to the spot where the ambush had taken place. Then, following the trail left by Buck and Jed, the party soon sighted the small cabin up the valley to which Hummingbird had been taken. Stopping in a clump of trees, the Lone Ranger left the group of Indians and went on foot toward the cabin. Hey, where you are? Don't come any closer. You give yourselves up into my custody, I can save you from the anger of the Indians. So that's your answer. Keep the Indians away. We can up. Oh, no, we don't. I'll plug that mask out. Now come out with your hands up. You'll be lucky if I can save you from the Indians. It was well after midnight when the Lone Ranger finally arrived at the Parkins Ranch. Well, come in. We heard you right up. What happened? We saw you leave with a band of Indians. Well, we found Hummingbird and she was safe. I took the two outlaws to town. The Indians punished Blackfeather. And plan at Cave go plenty good, Kimasabi. Yes, Toto. Oh, I had lots of fun. And I did just what you and Tana told me to, mister. Gloria... I never saw any little girl look more beautiful than you did, standing in the firelight with your hair glowing like flame. You... you think I look beautiful? You sure did, honey. I never knew how pretty you were till... till I saw you standing there like that. Oh, Granny, you heard? They... they said I'm pretty. Daddy just said so. Of course you are, darling. Pretty as a picture. Come, Toto. Dan, we must be going. Adios. Adios. Good Well, well. <laughs> it took a mass man to make a beautiful little goddess out of my glory. <laughs> uh, I guess we can't pick on you about that hair anymore, honey. After the night, huh? <laughs> you know, Daddy, I think that mass man can do most anything. But after all, he is the Lone Ranger, you know. The Lone Ranger? Well, what do you know? I'm 
you have just heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. (laughs) 